0: Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the prelude. The prelude.
1: Prologue, prelude. A prelude.
0: Uh, lot of, lot of twists and turns this morning. The whole mic, mic gate. My mic and headsets, various ones not working. Eventually, Megan saved the day, and I found my splitter, and now here we are. Here we are. <laughs> you guys just want to? Well, let's. All right. I don't have anything prepared before the topic. So what's, what's new? What's new with you guys? Uh, I'll, I'll start actually. So uh, this is not video game related. Oh, I mean, uh, let me make it video game related. Ah oh, man, Spider Man for PS4 was great. I love that game. Okay. So now I guess Sony and Marvel are fighting over, or rather the licensing rights to the Spider-Man movies. And now you might believe in the MCU. It's just terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not happy with that.
1: Billionaires arguing over which billionaire is going to make the most billions and the loser <laughs> is the
0: fans. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Spider-Man was a really great addition to the Marvel universe. I mean, he's Marvel's best, one of best, Marvel's best characters for a reason. And yep. it sucks that uh it's gonna be weird too. Cause like Holland is still staying on as Spider-Man, so they can't afford to do another reboot. Like clearly they can't keep rebooting this character. So oh, I'll
1: but- bet you I will bet you a big breakfast that you we see mean, the weird. origin story with Uncle Ben dying.
0: You think they just keep the same character but go back?
1: I don't think they go back, but I think we get either a prequel episode, like a a, a I think we either get a prequel or we get a an episode that is heavy in flashbacks. And I can almost guarantee we're going to see Uncle Ben die.
0: We don't even need to see that ever right. again.
1: You want to bet a big breakfast?
0: Yeah, you know what? Fine. What, what is a big breakfast? Just like a, uh, at,
1: uh Smitty's uh, is a restaurant oh, here in Halifax. Here. They okay. serve... Uh, one of the meals they have is a big breakfast. It's like two sausages, two pieces of ham, yeah, no, two pieces of bacon, and eggs.
0: I mean, the caveat is that one of us has to travel to actually give it. But I guess it's an IOU.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're probably going to find out within the next six weeks yeah. <laughs> when they cast Uncle Ben.
0: Casting Uncle Ben does not mean the movie's mostly about Uncle Ben, though.
1: All I, all I said is, yeah, we're going to see Uncle Ben die. That's all I said. Uh,
0: that's, well, yeah, probably. But, I mean, that has to carry the movie. Like, It has to be like, if it's a, less than five minutes, then it's fine. Whatever. You don't need it, but I, I, I could see that happening. But they can't redo the entire movie like, based on his origin. We already know his origin. Telling us. what are they going to do is it going to be like are they going to ignore all the fucking time skip shenanigans like oh it's going to be bad man it's gonna be bad they can't they have either way they can't use it yeah i know They they can't
1: use nick fury they can't use happy they can't use tony stark they can't use the avengers and not only can they not use it they can't reference it
0: yeah and that's a big fucking glaring like this is really strange like from a audience perspective it's like we all know we all know why it's not happening and it's stupid and because it's stupid it's just going to ruin the experiments so they have to reboot it but guess what no one wants to reboot it either and they're going to reboot it with the same spider-man so that's still weird because no one wants to fire holland which they shouldn't Uh, because he's great
1: i predict that they shoehorn him into venom 2 yeah i can see that um and then i I predict that spider-man 3 will uh, will include heavily it'll include uncle ben we're going to see the green goblin um and, and, and people are going to be like, this is ridiculous. Why are they doing this again?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I guess yeah. Sony is, has not have a great track record with Spider-Man nope. except for the first two movies.
1: And they'll be doing it to sort of set up the sinister six, but it's still going to be uncle Ben and the green goblin. And it's going to be like, wow.
0: Six, right. Uncle Ben will be in the sinister six.
1: I think he's going to be the head. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that'd be pretty cool. He's going to be the new doc Ock for, uh, for me, but <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Ah oh, man, it's like they don't I don't know. I don't know what they, what to do. even the director, the John 20, Watts,
1: directed one and two, Spider Man one and two, he's far out, from right? home and homecoming. Okay. Well he's not out, but he's not tied to Spider Man yeah. three yet. And they've already said that he's probably gonna be tagged for a different Marvel project. Yeah, and so, of course he's gonna take that. You
0: yeah, of course. I mean? why not? Right. It's a billion dollar industry. They yeah. they've got the, the formula down pat. Yeah. It's I, I don't even
1: know which company to be angry at because both of them like Actually, Sony wanted to keep the original deal, which heavily benefited them. Uh, Although I shouldn't say heavily because they didn't make any money from any movies he appeared on that weren't Spider-Man movies. So none of the Avenger movies, but uh, they paid for all of Homecoming and Far From Home. They paid for the entire production of it and then had to give 5% to Disney. But Disney used their writers and they wrote them into the MCU. So I don't know. I I could see I could see Disney wanting a bigger cut. Yeah. But ultimately, they don't care because they have 100% of the merchandising. That's true. Because they, yeah. So it's like, okay, Sony, make your movie. We're going to make every penny off of the t shirts and toys that you sell.
0: Sony also bought Insomniac, right? Oh.
1: Yes, they did. Yeah.
0: That's big gaming news that, you know, ties greatly with this. So, you know, like, they're like, they're just going to go all in with Spider Man. You well, know,
1: well, I don't think because the gaming rights aren't the same as the movie rights, and Marvel still holds the rights to the games. So they'll okay. have to negotiate for those again.
0: Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. You know, look, I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man's my favorite superhero, and I think he's great. And, But I like the interconnected feeling. i like, got a big comic book fan. I like that the Marvel Universe feels more like the comic books because of how connected they are. Yes. Isolating Spider-Man feels weird. Why, are they, why is Sony so desperate to make a silver and black movie? I like Black Cat. I like Silver Sable. How many people who aren't fans even have an idea who Silver Sable is? Do you know who Silver Sable is?
1: No. And I have read, like, I read the uh, Superior Spider Man line. I love Superior Spider Man. It was fantastic. And started the Amazing Spider Man line. And I don't know who Silver Sable is.
0: You still reading them now?
1: Uh, I haven't read them in a while. I took a bit of a break. Um, You
0: caught up, man. It's good.
1: Yeah. I, well, the Superior Spider Man was amazing. And that really, like, grabbed me. And, uh, I liked how it was going after that into the the first reboot of Amazing Spider Man that yeah. followed directly after Superior. But uh, I w- I was torn between the apps. I was using the Marvel apps to read them. Mm-hmm. At first, I was using Marvel Unlimited. You have to go and get each book manually, and you can only download twelve at a time. And I was sailing, so it was tough. Right, right. So then I started buying them on the other Marvel app, um, where you would buy like uh, the the trade ba- trade paperbacks. Is that what they're called when it's like five or six comics in one the volumes? Yeah. So I started doing that. And I, so I own all of Superior Spider-Man that way digitally. Mm. But then that started to get expensive. And I got home from sailing. And it was like, well, I don't need to do that because I'm home. And I just sort of, I got lost in a, a decision loop of trying to figure out which way I wanted to continue. And I just fell off.
0: Well, they're great. It's, they're, I still read them every, whenever they come out. I love them.
1: Yeah. Growing up, I was X-Men all the way. Wolverine, X-Men. That was my jam. Mm. And I enjoy those as well. The Brian Michael Bendis run. And
0: uh, oh, I read a lot of that one, actually.
1: Yeah, and I liked uh, All-New X-Men. Um, that was good as well. But uh, I uh, I, I found that that, spi- that run made me enjoy Spider-Man way more than I ever did as a kid.
0: Superior Spider-Man is a ride. It's it's really fun. I'm I was in, rooting oh, for yeah, him at yeah. the end. Like I was like, man, he's actually really trying here. <laughs> I know, but he can't keep it. Well, if you keep reading, he, Superior Spider-Man, it's still going. Oh, it's is it? Awesome. I thought it ended. Well, it did, but there's a new series. It's, it's on issue 7 or 8 right now. And uh, there's a big storyline in Spider-Man with uh, the Jackal. He, he returns, and he's the one that cloned Spider-Man in the beginning. So it's kind of like a, a mini-return. Ben Riley came back. Anywho, in the end, uh, Doc Ock winds up getting a, a kind of a clone body uh, that has his genetics and Peter's mixed. So it's kind of like a younger, fitter version with Spider-Powers. Uh, and then he cool. left and went to San Francisco, I think. So he's operating away from Peter, but he's he's basically... How He's basically where he was at towards the end of Superior, not you know perfect, not a, like a, the greatest guy, but someone who's trying and, and is not evil. It's good. I like it. Cool, Maybe I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, and this is another great segue. Uh, so yeah, Marvel superheroes and um, teen Ninja, Ninja Turtles and Star Wars. there's a few it's like six arcade cabinets. arcade, I think it's one up arcade or one arcade or whatever. they keep releasing these like four to six feet tall standalone arcade cabinets and i guess ev games is getting a pack of them as well and and it's really cool seeing though i kind of want one but i have no room for it but i i want one it, it, they have the ninja turtle four-player cabinet coming out that's pretty cool
1: that would be cool but like you space would be a major issue for me and i imagine for Seiji 2 yeah so where would you even put an arcade cabinet right is it are they really
0: i have no um room. i just want one yeah I want it, but I can't get it. That's cruel. That's cruel. uh, All right. I talk too much. What are you guys talking? What's up? What's up with games?
1: Have you played Black Bar, Seiji? No. What's that? It's a mobile game uh, and it's a puzzle. It's you are. It's basically playing with the story of these two women who are writing each other letters and they live in a very um, authoritarian uh, place. Their letters are all censored. A lot of stuff that I like. Black Bar. Yeah, so they live in a, an authoritarian place where their, their letters are censored. So you get, the game is done in a series of the letters. So you get a letter and words are blacked out and you have to figure out what words go in there to unlock the next letter.
2: Ooh, is is the, the logo for the app like uh, the picture of a woman with uh, like a black bar you got on, it. on her yep. face? Across her eyes, yep. Ooh.
1: <laughs> and there's a sequel called Grey Bar. Anyway, Black Bar, I, I bought it and beat it in a, a day and a half or so. Um, and I really enjoyed it.
2: I love those kinds of games. It looks like something that I would like.
1: There's another one called Her Story, I believe. Oh. And that's a a video-based one where you have to solve like a crime.
2: I love that game. Yeah.
1: Do you? I haven't bought it yet. I've seen people on Twitter talking about it, and I was on the fence. But if you said you love it, then that's Mm -hmm. enough for me. I'll pull that trigger.
2: It's certainly not a game that would seem that I would like. But again, like I like games that they do their thing, and they just go with it and they're unapologetic about it and that game it's something like there's there's barely any gameplay but um in a way because it's so cohesive like you do the single one thing like it felt really good i like it when when developers are able to do something and make it work even if it's something that on paper you would think that you know it wouldn't and that game Mm -hmm. specifically um is one of those games her story
0: I think her story is probably one of the truest open world gaming experiences you can get. All right. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Cool. You, have the freedom, well, you have the freedom to uh, click on any of those cutscenes that you want. And you can review them anytime you want. Well,
1: it's that's amazing. exciting. Oh, maybe I'll check it out then. That does sound like something <laughs> I would enjoy. Yeah, you'll love it. Thank you for the high praise, Rob.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. You played it, Rob? No. Okay. No, definitely not. I, I don't know. It's not my type of game, but I, I have definitely seen uh I've seen videos and stuff. It's too real. Looks like it would be a bummer.
2: Um, I don't know how oof.
0: maybe I don't know. I could be wrong though. I'm just, this is just based on my looking at it, not based on anything that actually matters, except uh-huh. for the open world part. That part is definitely accurate. <laughs> uh, cool. And uh, they announced more games for the stadia. Are you guys gonna get a stadia? No, it, no, <laughs> why not?
1: Because. I can't even begin to describe how much of a waste of time that is for Google to do.
0: <laughs> I don't know why they're doing it. Like, why? If I have
1: to pay full price to buy a game to only be able to play it on a streaming platform, I might as well not. Like, why? Who, who is their target market? I don't understand who they're, who well, they're targeting. Because people who want to play those games already have a console that they could pay for it on. And then they have it.
0: Yeah, you're yeah. not wrong. This time we agree.
1: They should have gone with a Netflix subscription route or I don't just know. Don't they, do they Yeah, this is...
0: You already, they already own everything else. They really need to get in games too. Come on.
1: They just it's, Give, give a, a struggling, struggling company
0: like Amazon a chance to make some games instead. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun. Uh, yeah, Gamescom's going on right now. What Anything else Are you guys hear? Any other neat news?
1: Uh, uh, tons of news um, in Gamescom it. and oh, yeah, I crammed all really of it. I crammed all of it into thirty minutes with my brother on Thursday on episode wow. five of Game
0: Buzz. That's great, but you're also part of Bonus Bureau, and I'm going to need your insight. Your, your uh you're right. I need you to, you, to be a team player. Here. <laughs> um, so there wasn't a lot of like,
1: like earth, earth breaking news announcements. Sony yeah. signing Insomniac was a big one. Um, big. there was a few major departures from studios. Ben Irving uh, from Bioware left. He okay. was the head of Anthem. As well yeah. as the creative director for for Dragon Age Four, okay. uh, he left as well. That's a big one. And then in Halo, uh, their creative director left for Halo Infinite. So those were some some happenings. Hmm. Um, there was there was some game announcements that happened. Um, sorry, not announcements, but uh, just like more detail and information. A lot more detail on Death Stranding, which oh, yeah. that game is a casserole of nonsense. If I've ever seen one.
0: Are you excited for it at all?
1: no i wasn't excited for it ever i'm even i'm actually now getting actively um frustrated with hearing about it
0: why because it's so hyped
1: it i don't know it's just like people are like oh man i'm so excited for this game and i have no idea what it is like man that doesn't excite me at all it's you're carrying around this baby that was born in a dead woman's womb and you have to connect it to mechanical you have to connect to machines that are also connected um to that womb over fiber optic lines and it allows you to see ghosts and you have to pee and there's a meter that measures how much urine you've actually peed until your bladder is empty and i just (laughs) i I feel like kojima comes out like does a big hit of acid and walks on stage and then says a bunch of stuff yeah and and when he says it the the guys making the game are like yeah yeah put that in now it's madly
0: they're like they're like all right yeah like, their game design document is just through his presentations. It's like, yeah, right, exactly. How do we make this fucking thing work? All right, cool. Baby uh, lines. Gotcha.
1: There was one new story from uh, Gamescom that is actually really, really fun. Um, that? And it's, it's really probably the last one that's worth talking about. Okay. And it was Nintendo. They did an Indie World Direct Ooh. where they talked about a bunch of indie games. Oh, yeah. uh, and a few oh, of them looked oh, indir- interesting. Yeah, so that was the, the big one. Hold on. Don't jump ahead of my awesome oh, segue great. I'm about to throw you. Oh, here um, you go. <laughs> so uh one of them was Sparklight which looks a lot like a game Moonlighter that we've talked about before. Yeah. Uh, and it's it like it looks so much like it that I thought it was the same developer and when I looked it up it is not, but it looks identical to it. Damn. So that was fun. A L- lot of great indie games mentioned down there. Uh but for fans of uh Microsoft who there was a quote with uh, Phil Spencer earlier in the week where he said is Xbox is definitely looking at whether or not to put games on other on other platforms ps4 and nintendo switch and it boils down to does it make sense for the game to get the game in the hands of those people and then they announced Ori and the blind forest was coming really to nintendo switch yeah huge amazing choice i think that game is perfect for switch i love that game. And, it, and it
0: is great for switch
1: yeah and it, so it's joining uh, cuphead which is also a microsoft exclusive uh minecraft which belongs to microsoft now and i believe yeah. there's a third microsoft game that is on the switch so people are sort of speculating that we might see a, a Game Pass-esque Xbox service on Switch soon. Uh, maybe not the full Game Pass, but maybe hand-picked games. And I would be really down for that.
0: Like, I would prefer them to release them physically, of course, but that's still still pretty good. Yeah, 100%. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure Ori's getting a physical release, right?
1: I believe so, I'm yes. I'm sure
0: Cuphead is, too. I've been waiting to buy them. Yeah.
1: But it was so the, the Ori was a big announcement. Everybody cheered for that. Yeah, but alongside that, there was two other big announcements that are coming to Switch. The first being Hotline Miami Collection, which mm-hmm. is a game from I think like 2016 or so. Old um, game, yeah. And everybody was like super hyped about it. That's sort of a fun, I didn't like it uh, but... top-down shooter. I it wasn't my style either, but I know yeah. a lot of people dug it. Yeah. Uh, and
0: then the other game was Super Hot. Super Hot. We we should talk about Super Hot. What do you guys, you guys want to talk about Super Hot? Up next, topic. Hit
2: <laughs> hey,
0: back that was a great segue
1: oh, Man, i wasn't kidding and i see how far back i set that up like that was great you were like give me some gamescom good. news
0: and i was like okay i gotta lead into this oh yeah that was good super super hot. hot who picked this fucking game super hot did we all pick it i don't even know what happened i think i have I
1: had, it just yeah it just sort of yeah, happened i was yeah. i was playing it in my uh week of beats i had a nine yeah i saw that it was great man games and it was one of them on there and uh you you saw 100. i was playing it and you were like oh i already own that and I'd have to set up my VR headset. And I'm so glad you played it in VR because I really have oh, some questions. Yeah,
0: I got questions for you guys too, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I actually don't have any information on that. I usually who, who developed this game? Anybody know? If you don't know, I'm gonna find it out via looking it up.
2: Yeah, there's a, it's a team, it's called the Super Hot Team. Um, oh, but I think the the main guy there, it's the director, and I don't know how his name is pronounced, but it's spelled P I O T R, which I'm gonna say Peter. But yeah. I don't know if it's Peter. Iwaniki.
0: And Painos Riska.
2: He's the other designer, yeah. Yeah. The Peter guy. Mm-hmm. He appeared a lot on the on the credits. Okay. So I think he he gets the most credit.
0: So apparently it's originated as an entry in the 2013 7 day FPS Challenge. Uh which I'm reading this from Wikipedia. Which Super Hot Team expanded into a browser based demonstration in that September and then widespread attention from the demonstration prompted the team to develop a full game using Kickstarter. And then it was released, like you said, in 2016. Crazy. So it was really, wasn't in VR. I thought for the longest time, I thought this game was a VR game that, uh, got turned, maybe got turned into a regular game. I only ever heard about it through about it via VR. And, uh, yeah. So it, uh, you guys want to describe the game then?
2: Um, I think it's pretty simple. It's a first-person shooter environment. If you play any first-person shooter, you know the language of it. You play with the if you play on a computer, which I did personally, and the um, the instructions say as much, which is use the W A S D keys to move, which is very very standard in FPS. And then mm. you you use your mouse to you know look around and shoot and, and such and such. Now the interesting part of the game is that if you are not moving and by moving means any input the world it say that it doesn't move but i think it moves just really really slowly to the point that you could dodge a bullet which is the most interesting part about it so i realized that this particular game was very similar to portal in that it uses the first person shooter language but I think that what you're doing is a puzzle game. So I think it's like a shooter Mm. puzzle in the same way Portal is like a platformer puzzle game with an Mm. FPS environment. And that's what I could say about this game because um, all of the levels, enemies appear at the same time and the same positions. So you can memorize it. You usually die. I don't think the game purposefully put you in situations where you die because if you really analyze it, there's a clear way to beat it. Uh, that's why I think it's a puzzle game. So the, all of the levels are designed, and there are a few of them. That's what I could say to describe it.
0: Orange dudes come at you, uh, and you dispatch them with a variety of weapons. Red. Slowing, while slowing down time by not moving. I think that describes it. Yes. Well. Yep. They're red, though, not orange. Yeah, and also you get psychic powers. At least in the one I played, you get psychic powers. I don't know about the regular game. You get second powers and yours. Um, no, did, did you it's... guys beat yourself? You guys both beat it too, right? Yep, I got to the cool. credits. Yeah, that's that's beating it. Yeah, for the sake of saying you beat it. Uh, okay, well, I did too, obviously. So the VR game has completely different levels. I don't know if you guys know that or not. I did not know that has different levels so i guess i'll describe the this so i played mine on psvr it was a really great experience i still don't know how you guys play this game uh but how how you bsvr is pretty simple you have a a point and you can of course move around in that point based on your camera and uh enemies are coming at you in different formations and you are available when you first start the stage you have you might have a weapon or two available to you uh and then as you're killing enemies you have to find different ways to dispatch them either you know, you might be able, one might come at you and you can just take the gun from them and shoot them in the head. Or uh, sometimes you'll find weapons hidden under things. So if I look under a counter, I might see some guns in there that will help. And in the meantime, the enemies are either shooting at you or coming at you, you know, and you have to kind of plan out their path and try to avoid getting hit. Uh, And the camera tracks you pretty well, I find. Um, So when I'm dodging bullets, I literally have to move out of the way. There's one point where I crawled on the floor to avoid like four or five shots going over my head. Really? Yeah. I also broke my cat's water bottle or water dish because I kicked it. I knocked over stuff. (laughs) It was really ridiculous because I don't have a lot of room. And uh, yeah, so I I knocked some stuff over. Megan said she was worried I was going to punch her in the face. And... uh, (laughs) I thought I was cool. I thought I kept telling her that I'm entering another world. I won't be able to hear or see her. She might see the ghostly. Uh, she might see part of my ghost in this reality. And occasionally if I get super passionate, it will manifest itself and kick over a cat's dish. But uh she just thinks seems to think I look like a stupid fat guy playing VR. But I, I think that I'm in another world. And uh I had a, the integration man like VR is such. I haven't played my VR in like eight, nine months. And I forget how immersive... It's like VR is like a different platform altogether. It, it's not like I'm playing PlayStation, like a PlayStation game. It's like playing a PlayStation VR game or a VR Oculus or whatever. It's just it's a different way of playing games. It's not better than the other ways. But man, when it comes to immersion, this game is fun. Like you can literally pick the bullets up in the air. Just just grab them. You can fucking... At some point, you get psychic power. So you, by twisting your fists and turning inwards, you can disarm enemies and blow their heads up. And, um yeah it's it's really fun and the it you know the accuracy with shoots is, is great too and and there's parts where you're, you have to just avoid bullet fire for a while until you can grab uh so actually let's just play the how the flow works so you, you're in the game you're in the, you're in this room has a bunch of computers and stuff set up you, you load a disk in and then you basically are patch of levels so you start and they're i think they're usually like three to five levels long so they're really short Uh, but if you lose any at any point in between those then you go back to the beginning so you might be playing so it's not quite like super meat boy where you load right away it's like imagine if you had super meat boy but after you've done like four of those stages so you have to go back and do first one over again which can be a little frustrating sometimes but you get better at it and you get faster at it and you start learning the the best ways to dispatch people and of course there's more than one way to take these enemies down like you can even let the enemy fire lure another person into the path and that person will get blown like it's shot instead of you and you can use like, the body of a shield if you're really careful the way they fall, because it only moves when you move. So just like in the game, except not, it doesn't move like, you can look around and you're safe, but if you start moving your body or your arm and stuff, then time starts to move. So you can actually kind of control time a little bit by just like I could like, lightly move my arm around in like a loop, and I can watch the bullet come slowly at me so that I can move out of the way or predict where it's going to go. So yeah, so you basically go into these little bite-sized patches of like four to five levels, and it kind of had a loose story. And once you beat that, you just unlock a bunch of uh, mini levels, like remix stuff, like headshots only, or you know survive X amount of time, etc. Yeah, that's uh, that was the, that's the overall experience. Any questions? Yep,
2: yeah, that sounds like super hot.
0: Yeah, yeah, super hot, hot, hot it's it's really it's i yeah so you guys so i understand okay now that has explained how it works asdw and mouse i can kind of see how this would work but you played on the switch right
1: uh no i played it on xbox one through okay. game pass the with best deal in gaming <laughs> with a controller okay That's sorry i'm contractually bad. obligated to say yeah. that every time
0: we're not sponsored <laughs> by it i guess just p1 is uh right so uh how do you play this game with a controller
1: uh, you move with your left analog stick, and that is what makes time move. That's you mm. physically moving. Uh, you right analog stick is to look around, so that's when time is in the super slow vo- version. Right, because right. it does still move just really slowly. Yeah. Uh, you punch with your... Hey, wait.
2: If you look around, the time doesn't resume?
1: It doesn't move any faster, no.
2: Whoa. It does on at the released on Windows and Mac.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: If you look around... It moves. Yeah,
1: I mean oh no. I could look around and they still move slowly. Yeah, same here. Ooh, dude, that yeah. makes
2: the game so much easier.
1: I wouldn't say it was easy, but yes. Yeah, I had a hard time with mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're not all robots. I guess oh, damn. <laughs> I mean I've I'm physically there. So
2: let's say you, you, you want to see if someone is behind you, you can you can look around. Just don't move yeah, your yeah, whole I body, move. I
0: can just turn yep, my head. As long as around. I don't
1: touch my left joystick. Left joystick is movement, so that makes me step Forward, yep. backwards, left and right. Right joystick is just my view, my point of view, so I can rotate in a full circle.
2: That makes the game so much
0: easier.
1: You can't do that on computer with your mouse.
0: If you look around, it counts as moving. Oh, yeah. It's weird knows. to me because the whole part of it is like observing and. Well, sorry, the whole part of the VR one is observing and and figuring and out planning
1: your movement. Back. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm kind of surprised the PC one. Are you sure there wasn't like a control thing that maybe wasn't there, that wasn't obvious? No. Maybe,
2: but I played it at my, at my computer, which is a Windows PC, mm. and then I played it on my MacBook Air, and it worked the right. same on Steam. And so, how
1: do you how do you control your point of view? The mouse. Yeah. And you moving the mu- and that doesn't make you walk. That just controls where you're looking.
2: Yeah. If you move the mouse, what it does is changes the the angle of the camera, right?
1: Right. Yeah. And that yeah. made your time speed up. Yeah, wow, oh. wow, wow, wow! No, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but I had a hard enough time. You, you know what? I'm gonna
2: launch it. I'm, I'm gonna launch is the game. In? I'm gonna launch the game. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I wanted to say something about Superhot that I liked is that I, I was able to play it on my Mac, uh, and I loved it. You know, not using different hardware to <laughs> or sort of stuff. But anyway, yeah, I'm gonna launch the game. I'm gonna go in.
1: This I'm gonna finish explaining to Rob how it works on console. Uh, so right trigger is your punch or grab. Right. Uh, left trigger aims your gun, right trigger fires your gun, and yep. then X is your ability to I can't remember what it's called, but when you hack it to it? into the bodies.
0: Oh,
1: okay. X yeah, X X gonna <laughs> give it to you. Um no, X so X is that one that lets you hack into the other bodies. Um hack into the, Oh, like the
0: psychic one or I don't
1: know. Uh, no, psychic, so but I, don't I can not hacking in mind. I can point at one of the red guys yeah. and this yeah. this unlocks much later in the game. But I can point at one of the red guys and hit this button, and I leave my consciousness leaves my body, enters theirs, and takes it over. The one I, uh, the body I was in, is destroyed. Oh. and then now I am them.
0: Man, that's different experiences entirely.
1: Yeah, that's and that's how you beat the final boss is by doing that to the, the core in the mainframe. Oh.
0: Okay, I'm playing right. the game right, first right, level, okay.
2: and a guy is yeah. falling right, and he's falling really slowly. If I move right. my mouse, it goes. Yeah, it's it's falling quicker.
1: That's crazy. It that
0: is crazy. I like it
2: not the same as if I move. If I if I actually move, the character goes down like it seems like at bigger jumps, but if if I move my mouse, it's like smaller jumps, but it's moving so now I'm turning back and there's a a bullet coming to me. If I don't touch anything, it moves really really slowly. Like right. almost nothing. And I'm going to move my mouse. And yeah, it's coming at me quicker. So yeah,
1: I wonder so if maybe it's, it's just a, d- a different speed increment. When I look around, I'll check.
0: And I died. Yeah, maybe or maybe there was a bit of a speed. Yeah, maybe. It, but it, it certainly it definitely wasn't, it. wasn't
1: as much as walking.
0: Not even close. Yeah, for no. me at least. But I can't walk. But as far as moving my body around, it didn't. Uh...
2: Yeah. Because you know, in some of those yeah. um, levels in the end, where they put you really, really close to to the characters. Yeah. Yeah, there was only so much moving that you could do. I like I I wouldn't be able to look to my right to see if the guy with the shotgun was there. I just kind of like learned that he was right.
1: There. That there's a stage in an elevator for me anyway, oh, where yeah, there's three guys one. with handguns. That took me longer than any other stage, and and at the end of it, I had to have it plotted out perfectly. Did you guys watch any of the replays? Because after you beat a stage, it gives you a replay of what you oh, did. Oh,
2: always. Oh, is it because yeah. it looks like a like an action movie scene, right? It's like yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So
1: if you're excited about this, I'm about to make Seiji the happiest man on the internet. Oh shit! There's a John Wick video game being made, directed by Tom Bithell or Bethel. the guy who did Thomas was alone.
2: Yes. Okay.
1: And, or, oh, I'm sorry, Mike Bithell. Thomas was alone was his game. Mike Bithell um, directed it, and it is a John Wick video game, which is a, an action movie, and it is designed in this way it's a um strategic puzzle based action game where you choose your moves and what to do and then you execute them and when you're done at the end of the stage you can watch it play through as a scene and it's all in the art style from the uh, animated uh, movie a scanner darkly Ooh,
2: that sounds very interesting but we'll see because this like this kind of game it's all about execution, which I think they did really, really well. And, and part of the reason why it works is because it's short and because it's kind yeah. of like devoid of like a, like an actual, you know, characters. And, you know, the, it has a story and, I, and I, I liked it. But what you're doing, it's even the game sort of um, mocks it, right?
1: Its length was definitely a strong point. That was an asset for sure. Yeah.
2: So we'll see.
0: But I'm interesting for sure.
1: I could see it losing its luster if it was if it dragged on for too long. Oh yeah,
0: I agree definitely. I'm glad it didn't. It did not overstay its welcome. Uh, but if it had been much longer, it probably would have for me.
2: Yeah, and part of what it does really well is is adding those uh, story elements. It gives you a, like a nice break mm. of what yep. you're doing. Um, Portal kind of like yep. does similar stuff. I feel like most of the levels introduce something new, something that you can explore. I don't think all of the levels are you're doing exactly the same thing like even the level composition helped in in figuring out what you needed to do and I was very surprised at yeah. myself and I don't I don't know if you guys felt that that way, but I was really surprised at myself for like pulling out certain moves you know it, it the, there's definitely that progression in ability and I don't know if it was just something that is designed into the game to make you feel that way or just because I, I experienced it.
1: I completely forgot you could jump. Like there's you a stage jump. where they show you you can jump. And then it was like five or six stages after that. I was having a hard time. It was back. It was in the, in the end when I was fighting the core. And, um, uh, there was a, a stage that where there was two red guys on the other side of a desk. And there was a red guy that would appear behind me with a shotgun. And I couldn't figure out how to, how to get past it. And then I was like, I can jump this desk. And then it was like, like you said, this revel- revelatory moment where everything just opened up and it was like, I am Neo. This is exactly how Neo felt. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't think you can no. jump in the VR version. That's a shame. You
1: probably can, but you would have to physically jump.
0: <laughs> well, you can't, you don't move. You don't like progress. Like you don't uh, move in. You move in your Oh, VR. that's sad. That makes me sad. It's ju- It's not sad. Trust me. You got to play it. You got to play it. If you really want to appreciate this game, you gotta get it in the air, man.
1: I want a haptic rig and an omnidirectional treadmill. I love <laughs> omnidirectional treadmill. Hey, Rob, awesome. th-
2: that level with yeah. the car in the beginning, like, how do you dodge it?
0: We, it's uh the game has different levels. Oh, I see. Um I do remember a car or something bursting through a wall and hitting someone, but I, I didn't have, to, I didn't have to dodge anything.
2: Oh yeah, there's another yeah. one with a truck that comes at you, and you just have to like go back and move to the left or whatever. Yeah. yeah but there's one that uh in the very beginning of the level a car is in front of you and it's it is moving towards you and, and the game like tells you like jump right oh yeah
0: we don't have that. A... Oh, no, sir hey you mentioned a lot of sweating what's up with that yeah because it's hot <laughs> it's super hot oh I'm sweating okay look hot. the reason why, there's a few reasons why I'm sweating besides the fact that it's generally hot and I'm out of shape um the VR headset makes' it's, it's, it's warm so that's that doesn't help. And then the fact that I'm fucking literally moving around, swinging my arms, uh, (laughs) ducking, getting on the floor, like you, you go, you move a lot in this game. So I'm like, literally just sweating like crazy. I have a towel around my neck. I'm getting a decent workout. I was sore the next day after playing it the first night. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't played dodgeball in a couple months because it's summer. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not physically, I'm not, my my body's not uh, there yet. And Jesus, I was so wiped the next day, but uh, I played on Friday night and it wasn't as bad the next day. But like, holy shit, yeah, because you're you're moving. You're, you're you're moving around, man. You got to dodge those bullets. You got to dodge them any way you can. If that means awesome. kicking over some a pile of books- So be it. Or scaring your cats, that's, that's so what has so to it. happen.
2: Yeah, because you got to save the world. I had to kill that pyramid. Because I couldn't understand why you, you were sweating so
0: much because I found this game to be very relaxing. <laughs> it's not relaxing when you're there uh-huh. physically in the world. <laughs> They're trying to shoot you and
2: that's why I think it's it's a it's a puzzle game because like I was able to it's, just like yeah, sit down and, and think really slowly and I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. Like it, it, I don't feel I don't feel that this game is particularly twitchy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this is 100% this is a puzzle game in the in a first person skin. It's Yeah, I agree. Without a doubt. Even and that, when, I loved it. I thought it was great.
0: Like, in VR, yeah, it's still it's still a puzzle, because you still have to kill them, like, the enemies. They're in certain positions and shit, and you may be able to dispatch them in different ways, but you have to take your time and figure out the best way to do it.
1: And those don't change either, right? Like, you, yeah. you can memorize the stage. Like, I know yeah, this guy's going to appear yeah. here, and I know this guy's going to appear here. So yeah, you yeah. start to plot your movement, you know? And you It's
0: just like a badass the first few levels of your set of stages, because, like, I'll be yeah. able to I know exactly what to do. or I think there's one... Where I would lift up a handgun, shoot the guy right coming at me in the face. He drops a rifle. I grab the rifle, and then I shoot the guy coming behind the corner. And then I aim up and shoot the other two guys, and they're all dead within like seconds. After a while, because I knew exactly the best way for me to dispatch them. Um,
1: and you start like I—I I don't know what you guys, but I started getting like super creative. Whereas in most games, I would hold on to a gun to the last possible second, you know what I mean. And then I'm of ammo. Then throw it. And I found myself in this getting to the point that it was like. I would punch a guy to stun him, grab his gun out of the air, shoot somebody else with it, throw his gun back at him. Like I yeah. was, it, it was no longer just get a gun, empty gun. It was let me make this almost cinematic, and I had so much fun doing that. Right. I was throwing katanas at people, cutting them in half. That is one hundred percent
2: correct.
0: Yeah, can you guys block? Not like so, uh, in my I don't know, but I'm curious about this because in my game. I can pick up anything from like an ashtray to a bottle to a gun and I can block yep. bullets with it. You guys can block them as well.
1: I don't know. I never, I always just I dodged the bullets. Try. I never tried
0: to. I don't know if you, uh, you can't, Your, your hands you can are throw mad, right? them.
1: You can throw them at the bullets and that makes everything explode.
0: So I guess in that sense, you can, you can catch the bullets. If you're quick enough in the, uh, VR one, I do have one complaint. Actually, I got to complain about this part. This is for the VR only, uh, they fucked up the throwing mechanics like vr is not hard to to throw things so you what you would think you would do in vr is you would hold the trigger swing your arm Mm -hmm. and let go the trigger and where you let go is where the arc would throw that's how most games do it that makes sense that's natural doesn't work like that in super hot that just makes you maybe drop them what you have to do is thrust your hand forward and hit a different button and that will kind of throw it but the the direction is all off it's really hard to kill people with throwing and you have to you have to throw in a few stages, yeah, or at least, yeah. That so that, that would frustrate. Me. That was bad. Like that was the only, like, literally, the only complaint I have was their throwing mechanics was awful, and I don't know how they fucked that up because everything else about the game is is perfect. It's, it's like a really fun experience, and yeah, for some reason they still want they don't want to throw right.
1: You guys want to talk about the story?
0: Uh, I barely paid attention. Tell me about the story.
1: I'm definitely down yeah, to talk about this. The story is great because, like Sagey said, it gives you those little breaks in between stages. Yeah. Um and it's also it also gives you some context into what's happening so it starts off and you're like oh i'm playing this game that my friend sent me and you're chatting back and forth with him but Mm -hmm. the more you play the more addicted you get and i felt that my i'm glad i didn't play this in vr because i think it would have f me up big time um (laughs) (laughs) so the more you play the, the more you want to play and the less likely your character is to log out and so because to type responses you just hit the triggers on the on the controller for me at one point, you start to lose control, and it's like, um, we're not even writing this and saying. So it's like, it sort of felt like you could feel whatever is happening, this connection of your mind and the game taking over. And then it starts to find out that it's not necessarily, it might not be a game because you're getting feedback from whoever they are uh, that, you know, you're in here and you're not supposed to be in here, and you don't know what you're doing, and you're messing with things. And then they start to show you glimpses of you in your room wearing a VR headset playing the game and it's like what is happening and so eventually they take control of you and in the stages where they tell you that you you will obey it is so well done because you i mean obviously the game's just programmed that way but you have to do what they say and it got to the point that i just no longer questioned them anymore i just did what they said Uh, and, and then you infiltrate some corporation or something to get into this core because they want to take over they decide that if you're not going to listen to them you're not going to get out that they're going to use you as their own personal weapon and they do that and then at the end um after you fought off all the enemies you've taken over the core of this place you're still not making this final connection and they figure out the reason is because your body your your consciousness is still attached to your body and they tell you to go and, and off yourself and uh And I didn't even hesitate because I, at that point, I was so conditioned to just doing exactly what they said and obeying that I walked into the room and I just killed myself right away. Um, And it is really cool because it, I sort of felt that hook getting dug in me as I was playing that the character was explaining in the game that he was feeling and how he couldn't turn it off, couldn't walk away, couldn't look away. And this unknown, unseeing, or this unknown, all seeing corporation is sort of running this thing that you initially think is just, a fun video game simulation when in fact it might not be that. Is that about to sum it up?
0: I was told to destroy the pyramid. That's yeah, well, the
1: pyramid was was the core. No, so it was a big the red
0: pyramid. This is the game called it. He oh. kept saying pyramid and it made me laugh. It's weird to sort a voice. They were talking? In mine, uh, I had uh, the computer garbled stuff at me. So, like, your hub, your quote unquote hub area is a room. You're like basically a regular person. And you put the VR headset on in the game. Like, I have to actually, like, take it off the ceiling in the game world and, and slide it onto my head to get back into the game. Uh, oh. And there's, like, this embodied voice. And basically, there definitely seems to be a story in, in there. but uh, Oh, like, yeah. So there's no keyboard, right? So you can't type. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm talking to anybody. Right. I just get these missions. Not missions. Like I have a, this garbled voice on my computer saying, you are close. It's very, very vague. And like it'll pop discs out at you, and like put the disc in. I'm like, all right, sure. Uh, and I do that. And oh, the, to get out of the game world, you have to shoot yourself in the head, and that brings you back into the uh, the. Oh, that's popular. very different
1: from us. It's very and different. Yeah. Yes.
0: And in the end, I, I, I like I said, I didn't pay super attention to the story because I was more interested in dodging bullets. But it's yeah, almost it's like a, two different games. Yeah, because I They're was gonna
2: very, say, like, there's no way you couldn't put attention to the story because it's like it's just so yeah, there. It's, yeah it's yeah. not
0: very not very evident in the uh P-O-C-R version. Ooh, okay like there it's just a set of missions basically that you're doing and like your set pieces i can tell that you're like because each so here's the thing here's how the stage is i think you're in one area probably from the main game uh but basically you're in a spot enemies come at you and when you finish them off you this little pyramid shows up you hit that and it actually puts you in another spot of the stage so technically like there's a part where i'm in a helicopter i shoot the guy i hit the little triangle and then instead of being in the helicopter, I'm now on the ground where you would have jumped out. And then I, next thing. And then I, so you're actually progressing through an area slowly. uh, And then at the end of that area is when you go to the next kind of next level. And at the end, you basically have to blow up the pyramid psychic powers. Yeah. You you should play the console version
1: or the steam version. No way. Fuck that. No, it's, it's the story is as good a part of the game for, it was as much a part of the game for me as the play and how it, how it, Buried its hooks, yeah, definitely. I definitely recommend trying it. Nah, it's only know. two hours, so. I'm not gonna buy it again, though. Yeah, you know what? Do you have um, an Xbox?
2: It reminded me <laughs> a lot of the Stanley Parable. Right. Yeah, it has some of that. It has some of Undertale too, um, hmm. especially that part where you want to like quit the game and you keep like hitting the escape button, and there's no way to to exit
0: the
1: oh, actual wow. application.
0: It's very different. Yeah, it is quite <clears> yeah. a feel. Do you have
1: an Xbox One, Rob? You don't? Nope you have a friend who does?
0: Nope. I mean, Shelby, but I'm not going to borrow her thing.
1: Uh, does she, if she doesn't have Game Pass, I could give you my login. You could do, use it. It's on Game Pass. so.
0: I don't think she's just going to lend me your box.
1: Just go to her house.
0: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's interesting.
1: Huh. Yeah, I, it, it was definitely a better experience. I, not, not better, but different. And it sounds like because the story was was such a, a part of the gameplay for me. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it really helped me with, with enjoy my enjoyment.
0: This game was all, like, Super hot for VR was all, I would say, 95% gameplay. It was all about just, yeah, playing the, the stages and interacting with the crazy mechanics they have. Basically, you've, like, you say you felt like Neo, but I really felt like Neo when I was actually moving out of the way of these bullets and, you know, blocking mm. them and kicking them out of the air and all that shit. There's no kick. And you know, grabbing them and and watching enemies slowly move at you, and predicting where their art's gonna be, and actually moving out of the way, like, and then countering them, like it felt it's very immersive. I, I'm not gonna say it's better than the version that you guys had, because it does sound interesting what you play. But they sound like fucking different games, though. So holy shit, different games with the same mechanics. Mm-hmm. So it's very very interesting.
2: Yeah, different story, different levels.
0: Same mechanics, right? Yeah. It looks the same too, like the the environments mm-hmm. and stuff and all. The aesthetics are the same. It's it's almost like playing like a. Spinoff or, or, or a fucking, uh, I don't know, a sequel or something. It's, it's very, that's yeah, interesting.
2: Are there any games that this game reminded you of?
0: Not off the top of my head. Mm. Uh, Breath of the Wild because of all the open world opportunities yeah, right. I had. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, could, I could, you know, I could predict, I could do anything I wanted within my space in this environment. I was free to dispatch the enemies in any way I wanted to. And I didn't even have to pay attention to the story. It's, I had every opportunity <laughs> to not pay attention to it, so. Yeah, probably, probably just Breath of the Wild. But other than that, I can't think of any. How about you?
1: Uh, for me, Portal, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Portal because Portal, I, ended up, I started to get that same sense of I was I was not, I didn't feel like Neo, but I started to feel so good at what that mm-hmm. game was. And the story was another big part of why I enjoyed that game. And it's a, I don't typically enjoy first-person shooters, yeah So for me to even enjoy a game in the first person view is is unusual and um, I, I just I, and I guess they're both both puzzle games, so that makes sense. Portal
0: Portal and VR would be pretty interesting. Because you could do some fun puzzles with that, I think that'd be really cool. anyways
2: to me, it reminded me a lot of portal first, foremost, because you know the the, the usage of the language of the first person shooter to do like a puzzle game, and then it reminded me a lot of. Undertale, as I said, a lot of uh, the Stanley Parable, especially with the, the humor and the aspects of you. You're going to do what I'm telling you to do because the plot is this and you must obey, right? Um, in fact, in, in the last level... No, no, no. There were a few levels where I was disobeying just to see what happened because I thought, oh, it's it seems very obvious to me that you must disobey, right, to unlock something. Mm-hmm. And in the in the last level where where the game is telling you to take the core, I was just not taking it. And I think I don't know I don't know which game was it. I think it was Thomas uh, no, the Stanley Parable. Yeah, where, yeah, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Where there's something that I needed to do and I was not doing it because with the timer, right?
0: Yeah, and um, you're disobeying what they tell you to do because you think that they're lying to you. Yeah.
2: And nothing happened, and this came too. I I spent like a good like I don't know like half an hour just just killing red guys and surviving, and I'm like I'm so close, I'm so close because the, the game would will tell me don't bother, don't bother, don't bother. Right, every time I'll I'll, I'll kill one, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, something's gonna happen, and then nothing happened. I just took the core. <laughs> so it in a way it it felt good story wise because it it made me feel like yeah, there's no point, like, you are, there's no, there's no choice. You are in this too deep and there's no way out. In, in, in another sense, I, I, I thought it was maybe a, a missed opportunity, but yeah, I, I think, I, I think it was good in the end.
0: Should we go on damage? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, this is a recommendation system, um, Basically, we're all responsible for a heart's worth of damage to the game. Uh, full damage means that you love it or don't love it; you hate it probably, uh, and would recommend it to nobody. And no damage means that you love it, recommend to every, and then everything in between. Biased, uh, but you know we try to we try to think about it from recommending recommend recommending first. Jesus, and uh, yeah. Uh, and we should do it differently. I think you guys should do two hearts worth of damage for the console version, and I'll do one, I'll do my own thing for the PSVR because apparently they're very different. <laughs> sure. All right, you guys go first. Uh, I don't care. Uh,
1: I thought it was a fantastic experience. Uh, it had all of the qualities I wanted. Was, the challenge was just enough that I didn't feel like I was walking through it with no effort. Uh, I felt like I got better at the game. The story grabbed me. The length was perfect. Uh, and I think for for it being available on Xbox One Game Pass and for it also being available now on Switch, Steam, and PlayStation 4, um, I think it's a no-brainer that this is definitely a game everybody should try. Uh, so no damage.
0: Nice. Yeah,
2: same for me. Something that I like about this system is that we get to not put like a number in a game and say, oh, this, because the moment you do that, you you sort of start comparing some games to another ones and it's hard to make them, you know, match their score because it's hard to compare games, right? So this game is no damage for me because exactly for, for, for the reasons P1 said, this is a game that if you are the type of gamer that likes to enjoy something new, Something exciting, something that feels and looks and, and, and just expresses something so clearly. Which is this mechanic, right, wrapped up in this really nice story. And I think we all, as, as gamers, we all like that. And I think if, if you won't like it in the same way as other people do, I think that you will find something in this game that is memorable. That you won't forget that you'll you'll say, oh, that is super hot. And also, like apart from that, it's a lot of fun. And you'll have a good time. I don't know what else to say that hasn't been said. So just no damage. Go play it. It's really good. It's short. It's cheap.
0: So, yeah. So for the PSVR version, um, obviously, I I, I can't recommend it for the same reason you guys do because of the story part. But the game is unique. It's very unique um even though it draws elements from things that we know like action films like the matrix and stuff it just it captures them really well and just gives you a fun experience and if you look at it from a screenshot you might think like it's just red dudes running at you like who cares but like you have to actually play it and experience it to really get it um at least i'm assuming it's the same for the console but with the vr one uh yeah i guess the entry level is a little bit harder i mean play psvr of course is is cheapest way to play it um but it's not as available as the other other one. But I I don't care. I'm going to recommend it anyways. Uh, I'm going to do no damage. I think it's not my favorite game. I I got frustrated. I it's not even on my top 100. But I liked it a lot, and I just think people should play it. I think you guys should play it in VR if you ever get the opportunity. And I just it's it's a really cool game. And, it, and if you don't, don't play the VR, play the regular one. The regular one sounds awesome too. Like I don't you know maybe I'll get around to it someday. I'm certainly not going to rush out to it. But like they all said, it's short it's cheap you can find different ways to play this game and although the feeling might be different and the way you play might be a bit different between the two platforms or the two ways of playing it um it's still super hot either way it's still the same aesthetic it's still the same vibe the core mechanics seem to be basically the same um it's awesome and yeah no damage for either version so i guess we can just pump that there in the end super hot play it or else you're super not Super hot uh, in brackets. Super so it's
1: the most innovative game I've played in years.
0: <laughs> Even more so than Breath of the Wild?
1: Uh-huh.
2: Yes. Oh maybe that is not part of the of the story in the VR version. That thing about oh. going. Yeah. Oh, is that part so that, of that thing they say?
1: When you when you beat it in console or on Steam, yeah. it you belong to this entity now and mm-hmm. it says oh. uh Go on your social media and tell them that Hot is the most innovative
0: <laughs> game you've played in, in years. Well, I'm glad you're telling us that.
1: Yeah. It's, so it's like an instruction you're given. So I've just been following you, it. And you did it. <laughs> I did. I've done it like seven or eight times Twitter.
0: You've been doing it on Twitter <laughs> yeah. too? Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really great. That's uh, fun.
2: So No Damage. This is, in our history of, of the show, including the BBBs, this is the 10th game that has No
0: Damage. Oh, what's wow. the what's the canon uh, number?
2: Nine.
0: Oh, still pretty good. Which yeah. what oh what was uh, the game that you guys didn't damage in BBBB? Florence. That's I would not damage that either. So I will feel like I you know what, no damage to Florence. I will I played Florence. I will, I, will, I will grandfather it into the canon show. There that was one of my Beat streak games, Florence. <laughs> Florence is fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, we, we I, I love today. That I added that to my top 100, so we might we might talk about that a bit more, and then very soon, right? What episode is this? 199? 199. Damn, 200! And look at look at you, P1, listening from like what the 70s, and now and here you are, part of the show.
1: Uh, I would say I probably started listening. When did I join the show? Yes. Yeah, so I started listening around
0: 193. Okay, cool. Well, you, really, <laughs> you didn't know a lot of the lore, and you're really comfortable. With people, it's not bad. No,
1: I'm kidding. Yeah, it was around the 70s. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, you know, we're happy to have you. Definitely the other, better than the other brother, who I also invited to join the show like a year ago, and and he never, never really.
1: Yeah, Mark doesn't actually like you all that much, Rob. So I believe, that. Um, I, believe I believe that he's a big fan of Left, big fan of Sagey, loves Shelby, but. Fuck uh... you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So next next time will be uh, I don't know. Is it going to be multi-parter again? There's not going to be one episode. There's no fucking way. We'll see. All, done in one episode. all right. I guess, we'll find out, I suppose. We have no <laughs> idea what's going to happen. No, but look don't. forward to the whole new uh, top, BB Top 100 with new gimmicks,
2: mm-hmm.
0: new lists, yes, new people, bigger, bigger and better. <laughs> oh, man. Not as much fighting yet. Probably because the, the, the uh, timeline, their countdown is not, not there yet. All right. We'll look forward to that, folks. Yeah. Look forward to that, Sundary J and, and BBQ crew. Mark the three listeners i know listen to the show <laughs> all right i'm gonna let wrap this up all right thanks for listening uh cartclub.org. Uh, plug your crap P1. You
1: uh game Buzz. if you are looking for a quick way to get buzz your buzz. gaming news buzz. a 30 minute feature uh check us out on itunes and everywhere else you can listen to podcasts uh, and don't forget to leave a review for bonus barrel and game buzz because those really help the shows get uh found
0: I'll give you uh, half damage for game buzz. I actually quite like the show, but Mark, really I, hey, by, by not, by not liking me. So otherwise well, it would have been no damage. But.
1: Well, we talked about you in the last episode, so I'm really upset about that. Oh, did you? No, we didn't. But now I know you don't
0: listen. I listened to episode four. if <laughs> 5 oh, okay. I haven't heard five. <laughs> I, now to I will. to than... all now, now that I know that it's I'm great. in it.
2: I... <laughs> it's great. No, you're not oh,
1: actually okay. in it.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, fuck that then. No, it's good. And it's on Spotify. I love yes, Spotify. Yes, it is.
1: Yeah, and if you have uh, Alexa at home, you can tell her to play the latest episode, and she will.
0: Oh, Game, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Is it hard? Anyways, I'll talk later. All right, I right, uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening. This is Rob. Sean. And Seiji. Bye. On Bonus, Bonus Barrel.
2: What is the role of video games in our human experience?
0: I think it is a unique and absolutely beautiful form of art that I'm so glad that I am here to experience and that I have lived through a time period where I get to experience this very interesting,
1: unique, and beautiful form of art.